Welcome to the IBS Ideas podcast. This is Gaia Lamperti, and today we're joined by Hans Tesslar, Executive Director at Banking Industry Architecture Network, or Bayern. And today, Hans is joining us to talk about the closure of many bank branches, in particular after the announcement of Lloyd's branches closure. Welcome, Hans. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. Perfect. Before we kick off the conversation, why don't you offer to our listeners an overview on Bayern's work and its value proposition? Well, thank you. So let's start with the organization itself. So uh, we are founded in 2008 and we are a not-for-profit association. That means that we deliver our content, our architectural models, um, our APIs to the industry, to to facilitate the industry to move forward. Everything that we publish is royalty-free, so everybody can use it. Starting in 2008, and our goal is to solve the integration issues for the bank. So that implies integrations inside the bank, applications to applications, but also outside the bank, from, from the bank uh, with the third-party service provider. Our member base consists out of banks like HSBC, City, Santander, but also access in India. So we have a global spread. And the fintechs, the tech providers, the integrators uh, like IBM, Microsoft, Thought Machine, Temenos, Fatusa, TCS, let's say all the larger, but also the smaller players. And uh, together with our members, we create the content. So the, the members, they know how to do banking. They know how to implement IT and that mixture and gives us the opportunity to, to, to bring to the industry um, yeah, our standard solutions, uh, our standardized solutions um, that everybody can take and use uh, for his own benefit. That's in essence what we are doing. Amazing. Sounds great. And, you know, as you mentioned, you cater to a lot of bankers, a lot of organizations around the world. So maybe we could talk about the transformation that is happening in the industry, especially, you know, in the post-COVID and with the adoption of digital means. So quite recently, we heard the announcement that Lloyds Bank, for example, but it's one among many examples, is closing a lot of its branches across the country. So what does this mean in this case for Lloyds consumers? But if we open up the conversation to the industry as a whole. Yeah, so what we see, so I'm based out of the Netherlands. So in the Netherlands, we see for a long time, uh, say that the number of branches are decreasing. The banks are more and more offering their uh, services online. On the other hand, there are some niche players who are opening branches to say, okay, we, we, we are special. We want to be close to our customers. So they open small branches. So it depends a little bit on the scale and, and it depends a little bit on, on your target group, yeah? your, your customer group. And so it, it's a mixture. But I also think that when you, you look at the pandemic, all of a sudden, a lot of people realized um, that they need to do things out of their home. Um, if it was, let's say, work, uh, Zoom, uh, or it was banking. Um, so the people who were always a little bit afraid of going to digital, going to mobile, they were more or less forced, but not, not really forced, but encouraged to, um, to, to go to digital. 
And that might be, then they experienced that it was not that scary as they thought it would be. And then you see the whole takeoff. And, and of course, a branch is um, expensive. And the question is, how much traffic do you generate at the branch? What are people doing there? So um, I think it's, it's an, a, a logical movement to go to, to a more digital experience. Um, a lot of people do have a smartphone. A lot of people have a tablet. And so there is also, so the, the barriers are very low to, um, to do so. So I, I can understand that for the traditional customers, it was more or less of a shock. But um, there will always be uh, opportunities where they can get support and help, um, let's say, in the first steps into digital. I think that is what also should be in place at the background. Absolutely. And as you rightly mentioned, it really depends on the demographic, on the on the customer type you're trying to target and what it's most tailored to them. But after COVID, so many people, willingly or not, had to move towards digital services, right? Mm-hmm. Because branches were closed or in general, because across the industries, we've just become more digital savvy. Um, so what do you think is the role of the pandemic, of what we've been through in the past couple of years in driving the rise of digital banking? I think what you see is um, also before the pandemic, there was already a huge trend um, towards digitalization. um, uh, Like uh, uh, when we also saw the trend to uh, doing all the the online shopping, uh, where people also had to pay digitally. So there was also an and they, they really get used to it to, to use those different things. And if you today buy an airline ticket, yeah, then you, you are not going to wire money. And so, so I think that is um, it. But there was an accelerator uh, by, uh, by COVID. And it also uh, gave the, the bank and uh, the solution providers the opportunity to, to accelerate um, in their solutions. Um, and that's why you see um, that banks are looking, okay, how can we modernize our systems to keep up with the speed of change and we also see the solution provides how can we make sure that we are still um, on the short list uh, of the bank so so they are also moving fast to to, to become more agile um, cloud enabled all the the buzzwords of today and um, they want to have into their their solution so so i think COVID showed that we could do it because before that we always thought we need to jump on a plane to meet someone and now we can do it via Zoom or another tool. So we also get used to it. We are forced to do it, but we are used to it and we say, okay, um, it, it, it feels good. I think that's the, uh, the underlying. So the COVID was an accelerator, but if there was no COVID, then maybe two, three years later, we were at the same state that we are today. And this also means there's more opportunities for different players in the sector, in the financial services sector. And in particular, I'm thinking of all the new age fintechs and maybe the neo banks and other challengers. So what opportunities did this open? And how is this ecosystem responding to the shift to digital? What we see is that there is an increased need at the let's call it the consumers in the general way, the, the, the use of the of the bank products in new and easy to use products. And what we also see is that the fintechs are capable of creating those. And, and if they can create those add-ons onto the existing bank products, then um, the, as you call it the ecosystem of the fintechs, the third service provider, the aggregators, you name them, if 
if if if you are capable uh, as a bank to 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 be part of that ecosystem, then it will speed up um, your portfolio, your product portfolio, um, without having to worry too much about the integration. How do you get it into your bank? Because they are mostly cloud-based, API-driven, and so on and so forth. So they are easy between brackets, of course, to integrate. So you can also, as a bank, in, in a rather relatively short time, uh, add new products and service to your existing customers. So it, it will be a win-win for everybody involved, the, the, the fintechs, the service providers, the banks, and uh, at the end, the, the ones who are using uh, the bank services. So basically, partnering up is the way forward. Banks should embrace this new ecosystem. So I'm convinced that if you're if you're not part of an ecosystem, you will not survive. You cannot do it on your own. Even the, the largest bank in the world, you see, they are uh, gathering in an ecosystem, creating a group of parties around them that help them uh, to move forward. Also, if we if we take Bayern as an example, where we see all the the the, the banks working together, exchanging ideas and thoughts and creating a standardized ways of, of doing banking together with the tech providers. Everybody in that ecosystem knows what is going on and that also helps them to, to see, okay, what is the dot on the horizon? If 70 banks think that is the dot on the horizon, why should I think it should be something else? So being part of an ecosystem, having that open discussion and communication will help you to, to be the preferred bank of the future. I think that is what every bank wants to be. Wonderful. Sounds great. And to conclude, I'd like to ask you an outlook on the future. So at the very beginning, you said that some banks, some maybe minor players are opening new branches. So are we ever going to be a society with digital banking only and no branches anymore? Or there will be a new balance between the physical and digital work? Yeah, well, I think it depends extremely on the region you're in. So, for instance, in Africa, they are doing mobile banking or banking by phone for decades. They don't have, due to the infrastructure, they don't have any branches. And when you look at Asia, they are so advanced in using technology, much more advanced than we are here in Europe and North America. The, the role of, the, of the, the branches is also diminishing a little bit because they can, hard, they can almost do everything uh, online. There is an, a great ecosystem and also it depends with the stability and the maturity of your uh, let's say uh, uh, internet availability and then there are there will still be products and services and uh, what it would be helpful if you can speak with someone so if you start a company and you want to open a company account with whatever that's difficult online so you there should be a physical place maybe there's only one major branch for a bank in London, but then everybody knows there is one. And there can I sit, talk with someone and start up my business. So starting a business is something else than uh, uh, applying for a loan. And so that is, um, so there will be that mixture and a state that what I see in the Netherlands, there's some smaller banks who say we, we are a niche player and we want to stay close to our customers. So they have those sm very small branches, maybe um, uh, two staff or something like that, but at least they are open. You, you can walk in and there, there is still a group and, and there's, it's not a specific age group, but there, it depends a little bit on your needs who feel comfortable by sitting face to face with someone. So there will be a um, mixture, but I think the, the majority, 80 plus percent 
will be online. Amazing. Well, thank you very much for your insight. Hans Passler, Executive Director at Payan. It was a pleasure having you on the show. My, uh, my pleasure also. Thank you for having me and hope to meet you again.